Welcome back to Four Geeks by Geeks, the place where geeks come to geek out. As always, I'm Poser, and this is your Monday Night Geek Out Sesh. That's right, we're doing an actual live geek out sesh. Once again, it's been like, I don't know, like three weeks, if not more. How we doing, guys? If this is your first time at a geek out sesh, here's how it works. We invite a great new guest each and every week, except for the weeks that we don't. And we geek out with them. We find out the amazing things they're doing. It could be a cosplayer, could be an artist, could be a game designer. It could be an amazing DM and TTRPG player for lifelong who took a rule set for a certain game and getting it officially licensed by the game creator. So that's what's happening tonight. Stick around because we are welcoming back Team Drew's Basement veteran on this Geek Out Sesh and lifelong friend. But if you're in the chat, say hi, because we got Alec in the chat. We got Oddity. Of course, T, we got chat. We've got Ignatius in the chat. Wow, and I thought I was going to see a stream. Who knows when it's starting? I know I took the time ticker away. Who knew? Am I too big? Is that better? That's better. That's better. Listen, that starting soon screen was made by the one and only Brit from Let's Get Rolling. So I have no notes. It's chef's kiss. I have nothing better to say about it because it's amazing and I'm proud. And she's drew that of T and I. She got our good sides. Mm, 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 mm. Working it. How are you guys doing? Welcome back. If you haven't already used that command, QOTD. And let's see the question of the day. Earth of Creations is here for Team Drew. Let's go. I gotta love a creator that just puts basement right in the title. That's where you know. That's how you know. But the question of the day is, what's a dumb game rule that should be forever changed? Because we're going to talk about a lot of changing of rules tonight. And uh, so let me know. It could be a childhood game. It could be like ring around the rosy. It could be a D&D &D 5e game uh, rule that needs to be changed. I am going to hit you with one from Baitcore System, our Thursday night TTRPG. We just aired the season finale. Check it out. Not a shameless plug, but it's a little bit different from D&D &D, um, where it's a little more loosey-goosey. You just use uh, these... Uh, Fudge dice. But one thing I wish that it had is a, like disadvantage and advantage. It's not really built into the game. Um, otherwise, me as the GM, I just kind of change the difficulty level depending on where, if they are going to kill it, like they're, they should have advantage and I lower it. If it should be a disadvantage, I raise it. But I kind of don't want to pick that for myself. I want the dice to decide it. So I guess as a homebrew rule, I could just say roll with advantage, but you would need multiple fudge dice. I don't know. It's just one of those little things. It's one of those little things. Arthos is here. Crush it, my guy. I'm large. I crush most things. <laughs> I'm simply a giant. No, Team Drew. You're a giant in our hearts. But um, one thing that I didn't mention to Drew before we started is I forgot my computer charger before the stream. It's at work. So... This stream's either going to go as long as it normally does, or it's going to get cut short because my computer's about to die. So I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to let you say hi, because T has selfishly kept this man to himself for like a year and a half. 
we we connected we had a great time and then t had a geek out sesh i couldn't come and then t did this other geek out sesh i couldn't come to and then they did like a collaboration that i couldn't come to and i think he's doing it on purpose at this point so i'm having with him all to myself tonight and i don't want to wait another minute so please give it up for drew let me see the chat emojis let me hear you scream listening from my own basement for team drew's basement what's up what's up everybody <laughs> oh, that's the applause that's, that's so coming good. from the other basements across the nation it's that loud it's how we connect isn't that amazing and uh and it's it's not personal the uh it's i feel like it's personal that you never attend any of our geek out sessions no it's not personal i wasn't intentionally skipping i would never it it hurts it hurts deep down inside i know that's that's one reason why <laughs> when we had an opening tonight and you said i, I could hang i'm like yes that one i want that one i don't know alec he, he uh he just doesn't attend but that's okay Listen, Bozer's a busy guy, and his work is stupid sometimes, and... I can relate. Yeah. How you doing, Drew? I'm actually great. How are you? It's I'm nice to finally hang with you. Really great. Yes. Finally, our basements are connecting by this thin little thread right here. Yeah. And uh, T's at home, jealous, watching. <laughs> <laughs> suck it. No, don't suck it. He has really bad FOMO, and I feel bad. Does he? Oh yeah, he could have hopped in on this. Well, he's he's recovering from some sickness, so Ooh. everyone pour one out first. Tea, he's feeling terrible, but he's on the way up, and he just got power back. Actually, they had some bad storms oh, in his area, and he was one of like the one percent that didn't have power longer than anybody else. He seems like a one percenter. He is. <laughs> he is. He's... See, hope you're doing well, but yeah, love I love you. Uh, but 504 Kogi Kun says, hey, oh, who's that sexy beast on the right? I don't know. Is it you or me on the right? Well, it depends which way they're facing. They're probably yeah. looking at their stream in a mirror like everyone does. It's, so it's you. Clearly. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh... Oh, man. The eyebrow comments are starting already. Already. No, it's, it doesn't it doesn't take long for the comments about my eyebrows. At this point, I just let them come and uh, <laughs> sit through it. But, <laughs> Team Drew, this is your second yeah. time on a Geek Out Sesh. Yes. Uh, but for anybody that missed it, give us a quick little recap. Who you are and what you do as a geek. Uh, so, I'm Drew. This is part of my basement behind me. Um, Hi, Drew. <laughs> so, basically, um, I mean, the, the easiest thing to say, I'm a 26-year forever DM. I've been running a homebrew world for 26 years that now has moved. Holy shnikes. <laughs> yeah. So now it's I've made it too complicated for myself. I'm now running a new group in a new world that's running parallel to the other world. And it is, um, I do it live at a meadery on Long Island, WA Meadworks. So anyone can come hang out, $25, or you can drink mead and hang with us, laugh, and uh, joke around and watch the story live instead of just streaming it. And get in the car, start driving now. I'll meet you there. You got a couple hours start on me. We can coordinate. As a matter of fact, they just um, re-released their favorite. You guys ever have Ecto Cooler back in the day? I see. Yes. 
Ecto mead. Have I ever had Ecto cooler? <laughs> it's my favorite drink of all time. Okay, because they have Ecto mead, and it's mead that tastes exactly like Ecto cooler. Shut the front door. Oh yeah, it's in the fridge, like two feet over here. I'll get one later. Yeah. Okay, when you when you get it later, I want to see. I you know see what? Hold the fuck. Y'all, um, the poll in the chat, why does Bozer hate his friends? Um, not cool. It's it's kind of sucks. It's 50-50. That's how much I hate my friends. He's spiteful of eyebrows, and he doesn't doesn't up his zipper. I don't know what that means. <gasps> Ectomead. Ooh, it's made with apples. Yeah, it's really good. Well, I love that they drew um, Slimer just enough not to be... Not to be sued. <laughs> and the uh, an trap internal. is just slightly modified yeah that's <laughs> awesome is it's, it green oh it's it's green and as ecto cooler is yeah oh my god dude it's awesome that was my favorite well, i was so sad when it disappeared well you two get in the car and drive over and we'll do it okay. i'll meet you there okay i'm in so you you were running this campaign for 25 years and now you're saying like the world itself or the story itself got too complicated uh i'm just cruel to myself so basically, I have this story running at the metery. I have the story that came leading up to it, which is my stream that I had for a long time. Uh -huh. And now I'm doing a solo play podcast that I'm recording right now where I run through my own world during its end times. And it's all happening at the same time and parallel to each other. And there's multiple crossovers back and forth in the story. How, how, how do you keep that all straight? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I might have a touch of the prison. I don't know. I just, uh, like driving to work, driving home from work. I go through like scenarios in my head, put on like some soundtrack music and talk in my car to myself. It's weird, but I enjoy it. Like you just have a brain for that. Oh yeah. I, and I've got a pack because I'm doing the solo playing one now where it's literally just me and I'm, I am going to have guests on. I think T even said he wanted to get in on it where it's going to almost be like a Witcher series where each episode they hop in and take a ride with my main character for an episode or two and go on like a small adventure with them to expand the story. But uh, I've had conversations where it's him and like three NPCs at the same time, all going back and forth at each other. <laughs> and it's it's intense and it's exhausting, but it's so much fun. It's like carpool karaoke on D&D &D in your little world. Yeah, exactly. Except I'm alone in the car. <laughs> And then, uh... But you're... How, I don't understand how you're doing this solo. So, I mean, just to run you through. So, like, I'll set this, the setting like I, was, like I was the DM, right? Okay. And I'll describe, you know, where the main character... His name is Avarian. So I'll describe where Avarian is. Mm -hmm. And then I literally switch instantly in terms of voice where... I'll DM in my normal voice like this. Uh-huh. And then I'll switch over to Avarian. And he'll describe like what he's seeing as though he's a player character describing things in his character's view. Uh -huh. And you know, I'll just I'll have to make roles as I go. Like I'll look for perception, and I script none of it, so it forces me to be a player in my own world, in my own head. So like I might do like a little bit of session prep of like I know this is where he's going to start, and maybe like he might meet a couple of these key NPCs, but I plan no story. I have no path. I just tell the story let him react and that makes me react to my own dming and it, it's it's wild but it's a lot of fun you, you literally <laughs> are like the pro at compartmentalizing if you can within your own world without 
metagaming with yourself. So that's another, that's another thing. I purposely don't metagame. Like, I, I know in my head generally where the story is going to end up because I know how it's progressing. Mm -hmm. but, but to keep me on my toes, the player group I have that I do live at the Meadery, what they do in their world is going to affect what happens in this world because there's, like, little crossover spots. Yeah. And and I, like I said, I have other people, like, for instance, you might know them, uh, Heroes of Evermore is going to cross over at one point. Morgan? Not just Morgan. Morgan Everybody? and a couple... A couple of his original cast members are going to come through with him <gasps> and meet my character. It's going to be like a big crossover thing for about two, three episodes. Oh, cool. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> uh, Earthos is going to come on. Uh, All Father Games is coming on. Bearded Nerd Media Podcast is coming on. Uh, I think T agreed to do it. Uh, I think Jess from 20 Sided Pod is going to come on. There's a whole mm -hmm. lot of uh, guests that were like, hey, dude, I'm totally down for an episode or two. And that takes me to my next question is you're a popular guy uh, not, everywhere not going to my followers yeah, right <laughs> my follow but, numbers would argue that <laughs> every every person that we run into like in the ttrpg space knows team drew's basement well that's awesome to why hear. is that i don't know what are i you mean doing right i don't know i just you know what i think maybe what i'm doing different than a lot of people is i'm not doing it to grow i'm doing it because this channel is just kind of my fun channel. Like I'm just posting my hobbies and I do so many things. Like, like I do random Warhammer 40k battle reports. I did a painting geek out session with T where he came on my channel and we just mm -hmm. painted and BS about life 40k Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I've done a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons stream. I've done hard dinner one shots, which I would love to bring back at some point where hard I get a dinner one shots. So if you go back to like the beginning of my channel, there's yeah. horror dinner one shots where I take Instagrammers, where I get about five to six of them. Yeah. And I actually physically mail out invitations to them to their home address with a character sheet, my custom gaming rules. It's a one page RPG that I made. And basically they create their character and they get an invitation in like old faded paper that says you're inviting to the um, house of Lord Davis. Yeah. And what happens is they show up for the dinner on the stream and their characters just have to survive the night and every single one of them has been so much fun and everyone's loved it so it's really good you're like a fountain of creativity I, it's a problem <laughs> my, my, my Not wife, a problem it's a gift my wife is like i'm glad that you created this channel because you have an outlet because otherwise i'm just coming up scenarios like to her all the time and just saying like things and she's like i i don't understand where this comes from <laughs> i'm like i don't either is your yeah. wife a gamer too? Not at all. We are complete opposites in that regard. Same. She, um, you know what? It's a blessing and a curse. Like I, I look at some of the accounts where like I see like couples like Warhammer Girl and her fiance they paint together, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, like, oh man, I wish, I wish she paid. But then on the same token, I'm like, I'm happy she doesn't because I know I'm a lot, and like, <laughs> I just got to be real about it. But, you know, it gives us a time where she can do her hobbies, I do my hobbies. And, like, it's a good balance because we also hang out a lot. Like, we hang out with each other. We watch our shows. Like, right now we're watching Supernatural. She mm -hmm. started watching Star Wars because I introduced her really to, like, watching them. Proud of her, yeah. Because she knew she knew of them, but obviously she wasn't really watching them. So I said, so let's just sit down and watch them because they're really important to me. I love them. I'm still trying to, let's see, we've been married about eight years. And I'm still trying to get her to watch Lord of the Rings. It's still a fight. Because she watched one and fell asleep, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so 
No, but not even do it. She won't even do it. <laughs> she but won't. But, but just like that, it's like Bozer and his wife. That sounds so much like a relationship. Except I'm not sure I could get her to watch Star Wars. <laughs> no, well, you know what? She wasn't really feeling it. But then I put it on and we watched a, a couple of them. And she was like, all right. She's like, actually, this is pretty cool. And like, then we started watching Rogue One. Then we watched Book of, um, not Book of, we watched um, Mandalorian. Then Book mm -hmm. of Boba Fett. And mm -hmm. she really liked those series a lot. So it, it was, it worked out well. Wow. You've got her like consuming all of it yeah but then she uh but then you know she got me hooked on things like the wineries and going out east so you know you're sharing each other's hobbies i know i i get concerned sometimes that people think that my wife and i like aren't getting along because how often i say oh yeah she doesn't like this game or she doesn't follow cloudscape or D D or like all these things you <coughs> know we hang out all the time we go to concerts we go to bars we go to wineries we right go out all the time it's just that's our thing. This is my thing. And she reads horror novels. That's her thing. Oh, that's And plays cool. volleyball. Oh, my wife loves uh, the, what I call trash TV. She watches like 90 Day Fiance, things okay, like that. Also our thing. <laughs> I love 90 Day Fiance. Okay, I can't do the show, but I can do Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk makes me laugh. But so you like don't I, get into the context. Like you don't like you don't even know who these people are. I gotta be honest. Actually, I know who they all are. Thank you very much. I have a wife who watches the show. But uh so you pay attention <laughs> when she watches. I pay attention to her when she talks. Wow. Husband and <laughs> like she'll tell me about it and like I'll there's certain ones that like uh uh what's his name? Andre. I can't I can't with that couple. Which one Andre and they uh, all their names bleed together, honestly. He's the guy that was always fighting with the brother tall guy with a beard and like him and the oh, dad. Yeah. Andres. Andre. Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the wife. I'm going to punch your correct. brother in the face. He's disrespectful to you and to Ugh. me and your sister's a drunk. Yeah. That one. <laughs> so like toxic male definition. Yeah. It does bother me. No, he's. But then my wife, you know, because she's she's not, but she is an FBI agent at heart. She's like, oh, but if you research her, it turns out it's all fake. They all get along. They actually share a business together. Blah, 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 blah. Finds out everything about their personal lives. No way. Back. Oh, yeah. Okay, I need that report on my desk on Monday morning because I'm going to blow my wife's mind. Well, that's the thing. Like, my wife, dude, bro, she'll find anything about anyone. So if, so guess what? By the time I go upstairs, she's going to tell me all about you because she's okay. watching. Hit me with it. <laughs> I don't know about that, I but can only apologize. No, but if there's like someone who like we're like, oh, I, why do I feel like I know them? All of a sudden, she comes back. Oh yeah, they went to high school here, elementary school here. They were born here. They have these friends and blah blah blah. It's like she she missed her calling as, as like a CIA agent or something. Well, before we get too far down the rabbit hole, sorry, and yeah, and shoot the shit about our wives, which I totally want to do after the stream. Um, <laughs> so. Just take us back to the beginning real for a moment. Yeah. Some context. Because you clearly are so in love and enthralled by the space of role playing and tabletop. Yes. Where did yes. that come from? How did you first fall in love with that? So um it's it's weird because I was your untypical nerd where um I played baseball, I played soccer, I played travel soccer, I played lacrosse, I did wrestling, I did basketball, I did any sport I could get I my hands like. on. And volleyball, love volleyball. And I did all that, but I didn't fit in with the with the jocks because I just wasn't a jock. And I think it was about 14 years old when uh, my friends Ryan and Ryan 
said, hey, we got this thing. We got Dungeons and Dragons for our for, for the birthday. You know, you want to come play? And I was like, oh, dude, yeah, I love Diablo. Diablo's my favorite video game of all time. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Same exact thing. Bro, Diablo 1, forget it. Don't get me started. Um, so, so I go there, and we start setting it up, and they're like, hey, man, you like Diablo. Do you, We need a Dungeon Master. You want to be a Dungeon Master? And I'm not even joking when I tell you at that moment was the day that my 26-year campaign started. And it's been going ever since. So the very first time you sat down to play D&D, they put you as DM? Yeah, because... Rude! Even, you know what? I didn't know what I was getting into, Clearly. but I'm, a, I'm addicted to it. I love it. I love DMing more than playing. Because I've really? dabbled as a player once or twice in like random... like. It's probably because I did it like convention events or something like that, where I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, I'll just sit on a table quick. But being a DM is like, it's a drug. Because I love hitting people with like these little curveballs or expanding the story. or And the curveball might not even be a curveball. Like when I say curveball, I mean like my players are sitting at the table and they start going to something and like it really starts to touch on their character's backstory. Mm -hmm. And then rather than be like, ha ha ha, made you look dirty quick, I'm like, well, it's funny you mentioned that. And then we'll go into something from their character's backstory and expand on it and make their character a main part of the story for that episode and like it, and i love watching the face and reaction and how excited they get so i you know i just love it this is my first time as a gm in my life um i've done like a one shot once or twice but i really haven't been playing for 26 years like you <laughs> probably this is like year three that i've been playing but i love it so damn much welcome to the addiction it is addicting and <laughs> i might be with you i might enjoy the DMing part more than the playing, even though I love playing. It's just such a different world. Like, it's so fun to sit back and know, at least from one standpoint, the, what's going on. But then you have the wild cards, which are all your players, and you have absolutely no idea what they're going to be doing and it's, the world that's going to expand from their actions. Well, that's the thing. And, like, that's one thing that I don't... It drives me crazy because I follow a lot of, obviously, Dungeons & Dragons accounts, TTRBG yeah. accounts. yeah. One thing that drives me crazy is all these people, all these influencers posting like, here's here's tips on how to make it be a successful DM. Here's a tip on how to be a successful DM. Here's what you should do as a DM. Here's what I do as a DM. I'm like, like, listen, the only advice you should give a DM is have fun and run with it. Because no DM should ever be the same. They shouldn't be following any formula. I mean, what I do, I'm, I'm aware not many people, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm aware a lot of people, at least that I follow and interact with, don't do what I do. Where I write an intro that's maybe a paragraph long, mm -hmm. and then from there it's off the cuff the rest of the session. Doesn't matter if it's two hours, three hours, six hours. It's all off the cuff after that first paragraph, and it allows. Oh, that's so stressful. It's not because it's stressy to me. I put faith in I put faith in my players that they're gonna like go and run with the story, and they always do, and it's always a blast. So, I mean, listen. I'm not trying to talk like I'm on a high horse or anything. Like, if people having fun, give them DM tips, do your thing. And honestly, some of the tips are great. I just think for DMs out there or people looking to be a DM, don't stress. Because at the end of the day, and this might be why people know me, is it's all for fun. It's all about having a good time. Don't don't stress the nonsense. Like, just hang out with your friends, have a couple of meads, tell a story. And if it doesn't work out, you can always go back and change it. Yeah, we're not get the it's a game. Yeah. It's it is a game. It's, it's a, a game. wonderful game, but 
Some people take it too serious. I, I found, especially on Instagram, like where they're just going crazy. I'm like, I'm like, listen, dude, just take a step back, have fun with your players. It's all good. But you know, it's all for that algorithm. They're just getting the clicks. Oh yeah. They're hitting the niche, and they found what works, and they're just gonna hit that horse until it's dead in the ground. And you know what? If if that's what they're doing, that is what they're doing. I I have a famous statement that I might have said to T when I first came on here. Yeah. In my opinion, from being on Instagram now for a while, there's real DMs and there's real DMs. The first DM is R-E-E-L. And those are the ones that are just making reels and humorous uh... things every damn day. And then when they sit at the table and you watch them and you're like, really? That's it? That's all you got? And then there's real DMs who can, can also do the reels, but really tell a great story. And I think, I think that that's where, like, for me, that's where I want to be. I, I can't make a reel, but I love telling a story and getting people involved in the game. So, And involved in the game, you have. Because like I said, everybody knows Drew from Team Drew. And you've been doing this for 26 years. And if you want to hear more about that campaign in depth, go back to our YouTube channel and find <laughs> the first Geek Out Sesh with T. It's still there. It's yeah, still yeah, golden. Yeah. Um. But tonight, what I really want to talk about... Sorry, yeah, we, we really derailed. <laughs> no, it's, it's not derailing, it's it's pulling the thread. We're just getting to know you a little bit better. This is my turn to get to know you. Fair, fair. Um, is this Wazdek? This? Buh? So, actually, wow, you can see it pretty good on here. See all the silver yeah. signatures? That's okay, the playtest team. Big. Oh, there you go. Ooh. And... Down here in this corner, that's uh -huh. the that's the artist I got him signed. He he lives in Poland, and he actually nice. signed ten prints for me and sent them over so I can do him his giveaways. I have one in the giveaway pile right now. I'm doing a okay, giveaway well, on my Instagram. What Wazdek is? So this so to describe what Wazdek is, I have to tell you what it's based from, sure. which is Super Dungeon Explorer. Okay. Super Dungeon Explorer is a game that I played way back in... Actually, me and my ex-girlfriend had just broken up. And I was just... As you know, I was in a relationship with her for seven and a half years. And, you know, anyone who's been dating that long, it's... You know, it's it's rough when you break up. So, you there were... You took your life. Yeah. So, well, from 21 to 28, whatever it was. And then, you know, I went off to the gaming store and I was like, ah, I just got to get out. And I met a group of guys, and they were pretty cool. And they're like, hey, dude, you know, come uh, come play this game with us. And I saw, like, these little chibi adventurers. I saw these little chibi monsters and dragons, these colorful boards. And I was like, this game looks great. I want to play this game. Mm -hmm. And we did one run-through of it, and I fell in love. And it was its first iteration, too. It was, like, its very first version of the game. And, and this was when you were 21? No, this is when I was 28, 29. Oh, something okay. Like that. Yeah. The end. Okay, okay. Yeah, at the end when we broke up, I uh, discovered the game. Got it. And then, uh, and then I, you know, they released another version of it called The Forgotten King, which uh, uh, introduced a version of play called Arcade, where it's you versus the game. And I was like, oh, I bet you my dad would love this. And I got my dad involved in it, and my friends at Adam and Pat in it, and we all fell in love with it. So what prompted Wazdek was they went on another Kickstarter that I hope they're not watching um, that succeeded. $1.3 million. Whoa! That was, was about... Who? What? 
Who's, whose Kickstarter was this? Uh, Ninja Division. Ninja Division. Okay, the creators of Super Dungeon Explorer. Well, Soda Pop Mini. Well, I I don't I can't state factually how that works because Soda Pop Minis own the original and they're the creators of it, and the Ninja okay. Division kind of absorbed them after everything happened. Okay. So I don't know who technically is the person, but basically, one point three million dollars funded, and to this day, it still hasn't been delivered. <gasps> yeah, there's a lot of angry people about it. What the hell? How is that okay? Listen, I can't comment. I don't know what went on behind the scenes, but yeah. I think I think they had a poor advisor or something. I don't know. No. I'm not going to theorize because I met the creators of the game and we had a couple of Zoom calls when I, when this was starting. Mm -hmm. And they're the nicest dudes in the world. I have nothing bad to say about them. I think it was just something got mismanaged somewhere and they got they got boned in the yeah. on the other side of it. And you know, whatever. Oh, that sucks. It does, but here was the thing. You can either go in one way, which a lot of people did with death threats and angry uh replies or sure. I, or i just said eh, i'm just gonna keep playing the game because i have all these minis and basically as they were going with the legends kickstarter they're revealing more and more of what they wanted to do we were supposed to make it where you could level up your hero and everything mm -hmm. and it kind of became like i don't know for me uh kind of like a ghetto D D 4e okay <laughs> where it's just like tabletop combat and then okay great and then all these so the thing that they have is these iconic heroes that all have names and powers that are fluffy to like their character that now they're just basically placeholders. I'm like, this is BS. I want to, I want to level up these iconic heroes and make these iconic heroes better. Right. So I just started writing a rule set to do that. And then for the past eight or nine years, I've just been writing that and expanding on it with my friends and my friends group and my dad, because my dad had um, colon cancer, which he beat. And Congratulations, Dad. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He's still running healthy. No sign of anything coming back. Nice. Um, he is obsessed with this game, and he's obsessed with my version of the game. So I said, I got to keep this going. You know, it makes it, it brings him so much joy. And I, I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to really make this a full thing for me and my friends. And then I posted um, an image of, I don't know if I can show it. I'll try, of this mini. Uh, mounted uh, on a bear? Yep. That is Celeste Lourdes of Plagues, who, uh, <laughs> this is Funko Pop size. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's epic. Did you paint that? Yeah, with Drew Thallion, who is, uh, Drew Funko Thallion. Pop size. I love yes. that, dude. I see the 3D printers behind you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I post an image of that, of that model sculpt. And the two guys from Soda Pop were like, hey, we kind of have to have a conversation right now. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. I stepped on some toes. So they reached out, and we wound up having a conversation. We're like, hey, dude, like we've been following your project for years. Because I was posting it on forums and chibi groups and stuff, like what I was doing. And mm -hmm. doing like world events where people in the community could like help my group complete quests with like almost like if you played World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like the opening of the gates of Encourage where you had to collect all these different items. Yeah, I, I have something like that in the rule set called the Temporal Caverns, where you have to collect a certain amount to open them. Where I had literally people in Australia questing for like bone piles and stuff, and it was so so rad. It was so cool, and I still talk to them. Uh, Phil and Jen O'Connor, if you're watching, uh, hi. You're probably in bed right now, but but this um, is literally a tabletop game, right? Like it's not online. No, it's tabletop. It's complete tabletop, and you so are literally connecting globally, people at different tables all playing at once. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so everyone reports in and we do the opening. Mm -hmm. 
and people were just really digging it. So we had this conversation where they're like, what's your goal with this? I'm like, honestly, I'm doing it for my dad. And I told them about the colon cancer and everything. Like, one, it was one of the major driving reasons to keep it going. Because, listen, I was starting to lose a little bit of faith with the company, too. But he loved the game. And then I said, I would love to be able to sell this. And they were like, cool, cool. Um, how would you like to sell it? I'm like, I'd like to do a Kickstarter, but I would like to, like, lock everything in before it goes live. So this is when I go live. All I have to do is get numbers, money, send it off to the factories to be done. Like, lock in all the factories, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this way, it's just a matter of producing it and shipping it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. You know, we should really have a conversation about this, blah, 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 blah. I mean, fast forward a few months from that first conversation, and they basically gave me uh, a special OGL for it. Where, um, to their credit, they said, we don't want any part of this. We want you to be able to sell it, do your thing, make your money, and promote it. They're like, you, we think you're doing something great here. Then we're not going to charge you any fees. Like, just I have an OGL to just make it and let it rip. So, the goal is next March at Long Island Tabletop Convention at the Aviation Museum. Be sure to get your tickets now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now nah, the tickets aren't up yet, but uh, I'm going to do the, the launch live from there. I'm going to get my own booth and everything. This is unheard of. It, to be honest, I was a little blown away when they said, Yeah, we don't want any part of it. We'd rather you just sell it. Listen, it's a it's not entirely innocent because my game, my rule set and the stuff that I'm providing supplemental in terms of minis, cards, and boards mm-hmm. works with their game. So people are going to go to their game base if they really enjoy my version of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. It, it's good for them, and it's a good extension of faith saying, hey, look, we see some of our communities still active. We want to show you that like we believe in our community still. And, you know, it, it helps everybody, and I just get to let everyone have fun with this so but as business owners like that is like i keep thinking if it were me and it was if i was the game designers and i would totally ask for a cut <laughs> i'm like it's my game you expanded on it i totally want to help you let's produce it but so, so that is, this speaks volumes of them the fact that they said we're not going to charge anything well that part came to where i kind of also said to them and i was wearing this shirt um, I was like, excuse me, sirs. Um, <laughs> no, I, I basically said to him, I said, look, I said, I'm doing this with or without your blessing. Uh, I said, I'm not going to go to Kickstarter if you guys don't bless it, but I'm doing yeah. it for my player group regardless. So you can tell me to go have myself and not be involved, or you can give me your blessing and we can sell it. But this is how I want it to work. I said, I basically want an OGL. And they were like, no, they're like, we're totally, we're totally cool with that. Because also with everything with the Kickstarter, now their name isn't tied to it. So now no one's going to be upset because no one's going to think it's an individual product that's not going to deliver. It's mm-hmm. it's Team Drift's Basement releasing a rule supplement and it's my own complete thing. So again, they'll they'll benefit from it because yeah, if people are enjoying it, yeah. But uh, they were they were really cool. Honestly, and I'm not just saying this, they were super cool about it and, and very, very nice about it. That, and uh, That's huge. I'm st- I'm still pretty flabbergasted by the fact that any company in a capitalistic society that we live in would say, yeah, expand on our game. We don't want any part of it. Right. Uh, okay. Well, listen, I'm limited on minis to a certain amount. I can go because that's their bread and butter is the minis. Yeah. But um, I can't I can't sell more than X amount of minis in the Kickstarter and they're only for the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I can I can make boards and cards and and the rule set and everything, you know. But again, a lot of the stuff is like part of the legal stuff is I have to mention them in my book. You know, if you're looking for the core game, if you're looking for all this, you know, you can get it at NinjaDivision.com, which to be honest, I was going to do anyway because that's what you need to play it. Right. So you need the base game. Exactly. And then my game just expands off of it. And what I did with their game was it was it was basically like one one and done with dungeons. Mm-hmm. I made it where now you can you can level up uh, string dungeons. You now have narrative dungeons that provide a story as you go through it. Uh, you can quest in the game. And something that I added that I'm super super proud of because I play tested it and it worked out really well is I is I added end game dungeons to it like raids that will take oh, you multiple okay. sessions to to, to complete. And this end game raid gear. Yeah, sorry. No, you're no, you're fine. Um, basically, it's like a legacy game to the max. Yeah, I, I basically in my head I want to create the way I played World of Warcraft on the table, where mm-hmm. I was I was a raider and a dungeon guy. Like I didn't care about. I mean, I would quest on occasion and stuff and do dailies, but for the most part, I just love queuing up as the tank. I was like the number one tank on my server when I was heavily playing. Like, I just wanted to bring that experience to the table. Like, you can level your character. There's a story. But you're just going dungeon to dungeon and having a great time with it. So, now you can raid. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to come to your doorstep one day and be like, so we'd like to offer you the position of chief game designer because you're doing something right that we screwed up? Uh, honestly, I don't know. It would be pretty swell. I joke around my wife um, because I'm like, you know, this game could make like... $5,000 on Kickstarter can make $10,000. i am like, but logistically, if you really think about it, if everyone who likes this game said, hey, I like what's going on there, effectively, I could make like a million dollars on this. Like, if you really think about it. And I, I don't you. Listen, it's one of those things that like, I keep it in my head and I'm like, what do they call that? Um, You're manifesting. I'm manifesting, yes. I'm trying yeah. to manifest it, but honestly, as long as I get enough to cover my production fees where my copy is free, like I'm good. <laughs> as long as I get free stuff out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my printed copy's free, and everyone else gets theirs at the Kickstarter price. Great. You know, and I'm happy. But so, what's the Kickstarter goal going to be once you start it? I have no idea. My, I mean, I gotta still. I'm in the process of locking in, and well, right now I'm still laying out the book and getting that ready. It's going very well because everything's written. I just had to put it on fancy paper. Uh-huh. And backgrounds and stuff, and add like the little clip art I have. Yeah, which I sent you some of the art too for it. Yeah, um, and then because uh, it's on your Instagram, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it. a bunch of it is. Yeah, and look at that while we talk. Oh, oh, you pulled that right up, huh? Boom, boom. So that top center somewhere. one is going to be the cover of the book. Yeah, that one. That's the cover of the book. Ugh, so sexy. So What's that name, Drew Therian. Truthalian. Truthalian. <laughs> That's what I named all my paladins in all my like video games. <laughs> Truthalian. And I then love the, it. the guy to the guy to the right with the the necromancer. That's Adam, who is uh, one of my best friends. Okay. And then to the left with the beard is Pat, who's one of my other best friends. I've known Adam thirty plus years. I've known Pat about twenty plus years. And funny fact, we all played in a band together that toured and played Warp Tour. No way, what band? Uh, Dead Society. We were like a hardcore heavy metal band. And uh, we played the Ernie Ball stage. 
Why have and I heard that? And Bowling for Soup opened for us. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we did some cool stuff. Dudes! That's yeah. so cool. I'm writing this down. Are you guys on Spotify? No, no, we are long we are long dead. No, I'm gonna find it somewhere. Someone's got I music. don't I don't think you can. I think it's gone. Challenge accepted. I'm gonna get your wife on it. <laughs> get your FBI. You know what? She'll find actually, um we have one of our live shows on YouTube. The the audio quality is okay. terrible and the guy who filmed it was the singer's brother, so he focuses on the singer like ninety percent of the time. Uh-huh. But it's it's fun to watch. What'd you do in the band? Guitar. Did you sing? No, no. I got voted out of singing uh-uh. because um, the band was going for a certain sound. And I have like those Will Ramos, uh, Deathcore, Lorna Shore style vocals. Yeah. Where it's like that deep guttural, oh my God. And they were like, no, nah, we're kind of looking for more of like the Norma Jean, every time I die kind of sound. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, they didn't want that real, like, you know, like really down low. And but that so- blends so well with. The like the tenor kind of sound. You just need both. Listen, there's a reason the band didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but you uh, made it on to the cover of Wazdek. Yeah, yeah. So so now the three of us are famous. Um, that's so cool. And that's Lady Celeste in the background. So the first raid, you see that tower in the background? Yeah. That's the Elemental Temple of Jorgumo, where I basically took their entire Ninja All Stars collection, mm-hmm. which is six different elemental affinities. And there's six wings to the thing where you um, go through each wing, which specifies in like fire, earth, shadow, wind, water. And you have to collect all six of those. Then you wind up fighting Jorgomo and her two sisters, which I think are on my page. If you go back, I think the artwork for that is there somewhere. Yeah, I saw if you it. Scroll down. It. Is, is it the one that's blacked out? I feel like it's the one that's blacked out. This one? Oh, no. No, that's not it. That's Ooh, not it. It's a nice little video, though. It is. You should watch it sometime. It's hype. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. You sent it to me, though. Yeah, where is it? I thought I... I guess I didn't post it. Oh, no. I think it's at the top, actually. I might be stupid. And by might, I mean I'm pretty sure I am. No, I don't know where it is. It's in my, it's I, in my DMs. I sent it to you for sure, yeah, if you can open up your DMs. <laughs> don't show all the pictures I sent you, though. <laughs> they're, not, they're not all appropriate. <laughs> oh, so that's... So that's the full group right there. You see that one right there? That widescreen one? So that's the full group, including my dad, who's the guy with the uh, bomb. And oh, this our, guy? Yeah, and our other friend, Chris, who played Sir Humphrey Drayden in our in our stream, is the bull guy with the glasses. That's Peace awesome. out, Earthos. Good night, Earthos. And I actually have those on my, uh, on my Streamlabs merch store mm-hmm. as I think they're 24 by 36 gaming mats. That's dope, because you got one right at your at your computer, right? I've seen it in some of the pictures you sent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have the Humphrey Drayden's one at my computer. But if you go up more, I think... Uh, where'd they no. go? Where'd they go? What'd you do Literally. with my pictures? No, 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 no. They should be they should be back up there by that other one. You, you literally sent that. Hold up, right there. Up more. Up a little more. A little more. What is that? Use, latest, use the latest version of the Instagram app to see this type oh of message. Oh, my God. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm a, I'm such a good host. My my internet's not updated. Oh my goodness! How cool is it? This is something I've always wanted though. Is to like get me and my friends in. Oh good, now it's not even gonna show. God damn it! 
There we go. I've always wanted my, me and my friends like canonized as art. And I just think that's so cool. I'm trying to find the... Here we go. All right, I'll show it on my phone. I don't know how it's going to translate. It's going to translate really well. This is a great picture. This is good internet streaming right now. This is fantastic. I love uh, the shininess on your phone. This the glare. Amazing. It's perfect. Yeah. This so, is what you guys came for, right? How is I call it a stream. So, yeah. So, you have me as a mini. Pat as a mini in Funko Pop size. And uh, the rest are still being sculpted by the wonderful Herbierto, who is so, the best. Who is that the same artist that drew all these? No. So the guy who you might, whose art is on my page for this, uh, some of you might recognize him. He's getting pretty big in the community. Uh, his name is Vlepkaday. He's a guy yeah. from Poland. He does, he does a lot of logo work for like 40K players. Okay. And they have this particular like color and like style to them, and he's very very popular in that community. Like he he's done a lot of people's logos for their channels. But he's I just very talented. Yeah. Well, li listen, I discovered him when he was not so big with everything mm -hmm. through someone else who used them, and he is just a joy to work with. He loves working on my projects because I give him things that are not what he normally works on, and he just has a blast with it. And I put a lot of trust in him too because. When I work with any artist, it's always, hey, here's my idea. Do what you do. And I leave it at that. I don't pressure them. I don't, you know, I don't push for them to do anything other than that's outside their comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're an artist. Like, they have their own kind of style and, and flair that you don't want to minimize. Right, exactly. With that. Hold on. I have an idea. I mean, I don't know if it's a good one, but I'm going to find out right now. Do you ever wear sleeves? Just, just asking for a friend. <laughs> so... When I'm home, no, even in the winter, because I'm so fat that I just get so hot. Fat, you're swole. Look at I am that. not. I'm not. I'm you're a I'm, hulkling. I am overweight, and it's, it's strange. <laughs> but uh, no, I just I run at like a thousand degrees. So like when I'm home, it's shorts and sleeve a shirt, even in the dead of winter. It's um, like he, except. He wears only Ooh. a shirt and nothing else. Wait, wait, wait. Top right, top right. See that one with all the prints there? Uh -huh. That one to the left is a movie poster where I had the whole crew sign it. Ooh. And it actually hangs on my wall uh, by where I stream. You're good at merch. This is good. This is good. This is what content creation looks like, you guys. So that's the game right there, too. That's Super Dungeon right there set up where this night... Oh, and you see? There's the game mat right there. Right on the top. <laughs> So this was us playtesting what uh, another thing I invented for the game called a Mega Dungeon, mm -hmm. where it's five tiles, which is more than you're ever supposed to have. And it increases the difficulty of the game. So if you're like an expert World of Warcraft creator or something like that, this is the way you want to play the game. Because it's you have to be so tight with your tanking and your DPS and your healing. Like, it's it's nitty-gritty, it's, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, hit me with, like, the spark notes of the rules of Super Dungeon. So Super Dungeon is, um, you can play one of two different dungeon sizes, three tile, four tile. It's based on the number of heroes you bring. Mm -hmm. So you can either bring three to four, which is three dungeon tiles, or five to six, which is four dungeon tiles. Okay. So if you're looking at it here, right by the red um, plate up there, where that has like the character sheet on it. Yeah. So you guys start there. The first two spawning points spawn their enemies. 
So basically what you're supposed to do is go through the dungeon, kill the dungeon boss at the end. As you fight through, mini bosses will spawn. Okay. And, um, you know, each dungeon... And what happens is each turn, depending on how many bring, we'll, we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the three person dungeon just to make it easier. Sure. So if you have three people, two people activate a turn, and one person has to activate the next turn. Like so, if it's me, you, and T, perfect. And you and T go on turn one. I have to go turn two. Then one of you go with me. Uh huh. So on turn three, whoever didn't go. So whoever didn't go always goes. Yeah. And we have to the end of this dungeon chart before the big boss spawns. And if he spawns while there's still spawn points, he just keeps healing every turn. Three per, like, spawn points still alive. So you got to get through the dungeon, and you got to slay this thing, and you have to do it efficiently, and you have to do it well. Some mobs are easier to take down than others, but it's it's a challenge if you're not ready for it. And basically, you get to make a, a move and an attack on each turn? So you have... Actually... This might even be easier. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for this. But this is an example hero card right here. Make you big. Okay, make me big. So in the top right, the the move pad is how many movement points you have. Mm -hmm. The action pad is how many actions you can make. Mm -hmm. So you have different colored dice that have different results on them. Uh, blue is the, is the, not bad, but it's the worst of the dice. Then you have red, then you have green. And you can spend your action points to do different actions that you see down the bottom. Uh, potion down the bottom, amazing. and uh, and all these are like your stats. So, like, if someone attacks him, whoop, sorry, that's on me. I just did a thing. Um, so the armor is three blue, one red. So when someone attacks, you roll three blue, one red, and you got to beat the attack number with that number of dice. I want to be playing this right now. Uh, honestly, I wish you and T lived in New York because I would say they come through. I would have you guys any mo any day. Well, we're making a way at one point, whether hell or high water, we're making our way out there because we got to see Let's Get Rolling and from New Buffalo. Okay, is it green? Oh, it's very green. I don't want to waste it, but I'll uh, pour some into my paint cup. Oh, I thought you, you already opened it. My bad. No, I did. I just, ready? Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Wow, it? that's ecto green, baby. Just pour it all over my mat. <laughs> That's not important. You don't have any technology down there. A microphone, a keypad. Oh, it, it got the keypad good, but that's okay. You're fine. I'm fine. No, but we're going to make a way out there to New York. We're going to see all of everybody from Let's Get Rolling, and we're going to see you. You got to come You got to come on a night where we're doing the Lindenhurst game night thing. Hell yeah. Because then... God, that sounds like such a great day. It's hilarious, and we all get pretty tipsy, and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, anytime you guys come up, I would gladly uh, run this game for you. How long does a session normally last? It Honestly, it, it varies. I would say on average, it's probably a couple hours to get through a dungeon, a single mm -hmm. dungeon. We've had dungeons that have taken us like four hours. But again, that's when we do like the bigger, more difficult ones. Yeah. And we've had some where our dice are so hot that we're through in an hour. Dang. And, like where, you, where we just... Everything that comes up against us, we're just critting and like rolling max stars on all the dice. Like it just doesn't stop. And we're like, all right, <laughs> re-rack? <laughs> yeah. Is it replayable really well that way without adding your rule set? Or does your rule set create <coughs> the replayability? So there is a replayability t to it, but it's kind of monotonous in a way. 
and mm. I don't mean that in a bad way. Just and I'm not trashing the core game. Um, basically, what happens is you play the dungeon, you finish the dungeon, you're done, you clean up. You can set up a new dungeon with different tiles, different enemies. You play, you're done with the dungeon, you're done with the dungeon. What my game does is say, this game has over, I think, well over 200 hero minis, um, a ton of different mobs, ton of different tiles. What my version does is it it amps the replayability by saying, but what happens after this dungeon's done? What happens in the next dungeon? What's going on in the world? Why are these guys adventuring? And in my version, it gives you an overall story arc, almost like to refer to like Warcraft, like, you know, you can do World of Warcraft, you can do the dungeons, but what's happening with Arthas, where you can play that like narrative-driven quest line to find out what happened with Arthas, where he is now, how he became the Lich King and all that. So yes. So mine takes a, an original character, Celeste, who I showed before, um, where she uh, is thought dead and comes back a hundred years. I, I got to double check the number. I think it's two hundred years later. She rises back from the dead because she's the Lady of Plagues, and she uh -huh. can't die. And she can't die that easily because they kind of just dumped her in the cold ocean. So the game kicks off where right before you get to the rules of the book, with her riding her bear, Mister Buttons. Uh, <laughs> up onto the shore. Yeah, that's his name, Mr. Buttons. Mr. Buttons. Yeah. Very so it, ominous. Well, her story is she used to be a little girl that got saved by one of the paladins, and she had a little stuffed bear named Mr. Buttons. And Aww. when she became the Lady of Plagues, she transformed that stuffed bear into this diseased bear that she uh, that she rides. Yeah. And, is this uh, that's your story, or that's the story of the actual game? No, that's my story. So, I, I can't mess with their lore or IP, really. But right. I can tell this separate story that kind of takes place in my condensed world. So, she winds up getting defeated by the heroes of the story. She rises back, and the and the game hits off with her coming back from... Literally, her riding her bear, walking out of the ocean onto the shore of one of their locations called Frostbite Reach, which is, like, all snowy and everything. And as she walks... Um, or pardon me, as the bear walks, wherever his paws are, the undead start to rise behind her. Fuck yes! John says the juxtaposition between her title <laughs> and her speed name is great. So, that's the thing about Super Dungeon. Like, it's a cute friggin' game. It's freaking adorable. Every minute you're like, oh, that's adorable. I want to play with that. And even like the bad guys, like, they all have like silly, they have like silly-ish names, like, they have a guy named Handsome George. He's like this big zombie and, you know, <laughs> he's a mini boss. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that they were like, hey, you know, just kind of keep with the theme. I'm like, dude, I'm already doing that. Like Celeste, Lady of Plagues, writing Mr. Buttons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so it keeps it kind of cute, kind of creepy. Brand. Yeah. So they, they really dig that, too. But uh, I'm going to my FLGS tomorrow and picking up the base game. So I, that... don't know if, I don't know if they have it. What? What? Yeah, so there's... Hey, I can't you, get you're, this anywhere. You're better off going to NinjaDivision.com and seeing if they have the Devil's Island in stock. That's the new core game, really. Okay, I'm on NinjaDivision.com right now. <laughs> um, And it should be Devil's Island is the core set. I which just they, see a ton of minis. They might be out of stock. No! Listen, I will actually email them because I've told them before. I'm like, you guys have to start stocking stuff the more I talk about this. Because it, it was a very popular game to that whole thing with the Kickstarter happened. It was super popular. Yeah. 
I hate when I stumble upon a subculture, which is amazing, and then it's like too late. It's not too it late. Sucks. The minis are so cute, though. So I'm in an NDA, and I can't discuss certain things. Right. But one thing I'm very comfortable saying, and they can slap me on the wrist if they want to. As I'm developing this game, I've already spoke to them and said, "Hey, these are products you're going to want to have in stock. Start working on that." And they're like, "Okay." So okay. a lot of things I, I assume things are the way we discussed. A lot of things that might not be available now will be available in the near future. Okay. Be because I told them like you got to have Devil's Island in stock, because when this thing hits, people are going to want to pick up the Devil's Island so they can start playing, and then add my rule set to it when they get their Kickstarter, like things like that. So, yeah, I literally want to do this right now. I, Ugh. God damn it! I wish you guys lived in New York. Ugh. Me too. Because like stupid Indiana. Because <laughs> I set it up like so. If my friends are coming over Thursday night, the core test group, I'll set it up Wednesday night. And have everything laid out where they have like their player trays and everything. Everything's all set up. Their guilds, their characters, everything's ready for them. That when they come over Thursday, we order some pizza, eat, go downstairs and play. In the basement. In Drew's basement. That's right. <laughs> I want to be on Team Drew. You can be. I, I mean. Get to your basement. Well, basically, if you've played games in my basement, you're part of the team. So. Okay. Well, that's a bucket list item then. I will one day be on Team Drew with T. And the basement doesn't disappoint because one side is like the play side where we play this game because it takes room. Yeah. But my, the other side is basically I have a fridge full of mead, two massive display cabinets full of minis, a painting station, 3D printers, uh, air spray booth, all of it. And a washing machine. And a washer dryer. But that's <laughs> but you know why that works out? Because as I'm painting, you can see this now. I'm in a swivel chair. I swivel around, put in a load, move the other load over. Yeah. <laughs> I go back to painting. <laughs> Productive and balance. It's all about balance. Oh, dude, I cook, I clean, I do the laundry. I do it all, baby. I food shop. How does he do it all? And I do all this gaming and other other things. <laughs> Literally, you could run a masterclass on balance. I'm also a father of two. I work. I work in Brooklyn, so, you know. I need to take this class because I feel like I could learn much from you and my wife would be thrilled if I can be doing all of this stuff and the laundry. What? Oh, I, and I fold too. I don't just Oh, stop wash. it. Now you're just showing off. No, I fold, put it in the bin. So when I bring it up, it's folded and it's done. I don't ever put it away, but <laughs> right, I just take it out of bin. fold it out of the bin. But <laughs> that's what I do until I, I only take it out when we need a new bin for the laundry. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll put these away now. Oh, no. No, no, no. We have like five bins. <laughs> there you go. Buy another bin. That's and exactly how it is. Buy another bin. Is it I'll never tell, John. I'll never tell. And then I paint Warhammer minis too. I have a vinyl collection to my side here. And I watch YouTube videos too. I watch your guys' stuff on Twitch. Now yeah. I see why T was trying to keep him all to himself. <laughs> because I have time management? <laughs> because you're so cool! I am not, but I appreciate that. Thank you. Lies. Um, who in the chat agrees? Because this guy's a liar. He's the coolest. <laughs> and, and on top of all that, if you come to my house to play, my friends will tell you, like, every few months, they'll just kind of slip me a 20, because I never ask for money. I just buy the food, and we hang out and eat. Every few months? No, yeah, no. Like, it. No, joking. Every few months, they, like... The group will collectively give me like a hundred bucks. 
You're like, yeah, this covered half of three weeks ago, but that's fine. No, no, we keep we keep it reasonable here. All right, all right. And it's a basement after all. But I love hosting people, you know. Like I'll I'll get like fresh mozzarella and brisket if we're doing like a long thing. I'll do like a charcuterie board, and then I might barbecue like steaks and chicken or burgers and hot dogs, whatever everyone's feeling, you know. And we just take a break and we eat, and then we go back to gaming. I now know what I want to be when I grow up, and it is Drew. <laughs> Stop. T said that. It makes me feel <laughs> weird. Because <laughs> I'm not that old, I think. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure we're probably... How old do you think I am? I think you're 35. 40. 40? Mm-hmm. All right. I wasn't too far. I think you're 33. Did T tell you this? No. Why? Literally, I'm 33. You nailed it. And he's good at guessing. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, it's because I worked at Adventureland, which is like a theme park by us. Oh. And I used to do the guessing, the weight, and age, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and people used to hate me. 35 on Wednesday. Congrats. Hey! Happy early birthday. Yeah, dude. Dungeons Dun and Dragons or charcuterie and centaurs? Uh, why not both, I say. Hey, why not? Well, uh -huh. <laughs> we'll have to be watching because in March, the Kickstarter launches, right? Yeah, so March. for the past two years, they've done Long Island Tabletop Convention, which is like board games, a little bit of miniature gaming, and a lot of role-playing games. Mm -hmm. The first year, it was one day, um, and I, my whole ta my table was packed out for the whole day. People booked up quick, and that was really cool. That's got to be a really great feeling. It Honestly, it blew my mind because, honestly, I, I posted the game. Oh, I... Gave them the games. They posted the games live, and they were filled within the first three hours. And then last year, they expanded to two days, and I ran five games because I run every session. Mm -hmm. And all those filled up within, I would say, a week. Like the first three sessions filled up within that first few days, yeah. And then, and then a couple of scragglers throughout to fill out the other games over the rest of the week. How and then validating. Uh, so what made it me what made me feel validated was people who played in my game the first year signed up specifically for my games the second year. And one guy came up to me and said, You are the best DM I've ever seen, and I've been playing for over 30 years. He said, You have a style I've never seen before. It's so unique and it will never be emulated. He goes, I don't know how you do it, but I need to play more of your games. And funny enough, I ran into him randomly at a barbecue. <laughs> and I brought him into the WA Meadworks game. So now he plays nice. the live game. Yeah. Such a rad dude. He's he's older. He's uh I would say he's like late forties, early fifties, maybe. Oh, super old, ancient. Not not not, <laughs> not old old, but like you know, like older than than the majority of the group. But yeah. super rad dude, super, super into it. So yeah, that, that made me feel really good. And this is I this is why I think everybody knows you, is because like you said at the start of the stream. You're not doing this for fame. You're not doing this for money. You're doing this because you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And that is such an attractive quality. Like it literally is attracting people. Because like we say here on this channel, when you geek out loud, you attract your tribe. And you're just being yourself. Truest is true. And people are swarming. Again, you say swarming. My follower count is not indicative of swarms, but... The um, people that matter, like when people meet you in real life and interact with you, like there's a huge separation from Instagram. So well, you it's funny you say that because people traveled from Instagram 
to come play in my games at last year's Long Island Tabletop. A couple of them. And then uh, from out of state, they drove, they booked hotels, and they came just to meet and hang. One of them was Earthos, which was really cool because I love him. So cool. Uh, Keystone Minis came, Red Hair Inn came. Of them. Um, and, you know, and, and they sat in on my games and we played. And it was great to meet everybody. But uh, listen, I don't have a ton of followers. I have, I think right now I'm at like 13, close to 1,300, maybe a little over 13. We're going to ch- fix that tonight. I've interacted with all of them. I don't think there's a single person that follows me that I haven't spoken to or just, even if it's just like a little quick, hey, you know, here I am. Oh, thanks for the follow. You know, what are you into? Like, even it's just a quick one-time thing, I try to interact with everybody a little bit because, like I said, I'm I'm just here for fun and I love that people, when they like my stuff, I love to be like, hey, man, cool, thanks. You know, what'd you like? You know, any pointers? Like, what do you think of this? And, you know, it's just geeking out with people like you guys. Yes, geeking out. This is why we do it. Amen. My favorite thing. I love geeking. Well, dude, keep doing what you're doing and don't you dare stop. And I think hopefully getting the chance to speak to you and more people can hear straight from your face the things that you're doing um, will continue to increase that count because you deserve it. Not that the count matters, but I I want people... Well, thank you. I want it to climb because of what you're doing and it's making the world a better place one table at a time. I'm trying. I just try to be happy with everybody and treat everyone nice. I mean, Evermore, Heroes of Evermore, me and him connected and, you know, anything he does, I'm just like, hey, man, I'm cheering you on because I love you, you know, and that's stuff like that. But no, listen, I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate the kind words. I I know I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone's going to like me, but I just I'm just going to keep doing what I do as me and hopefully it, you know, makes someone's day better. That's about it. Well said. You're my cup of tea and your tea's cup of tea. Definitely, I have to. I have to reach out to T. He's got to. We got to do something to offset the fact that you got me all night tonight. Ha ha! <laughs> He's gotten you twice, more than twice. Oh, that's true. That's true. So I'm still in the deficit. You still owe me one, or okay. we can just all hang out together. I guess. Whatever, whatever you want to do, you let me know. I want to play Wazdak. All of us. In I. The I'm telling you, you wouldn't regret it. I know I won't. I, that's the only <laughs> thing I want to do right fucking now. There, there's a Sad. lot of laughs with that game, too. A lot of laughter. But the other thing I want to do is uh, I'd like to roll a D10 and see what it lands on. And whatever ridiculous thing we have to do, then we have to do it live here on stream. What do you say? I'm in. Just so you know, my wife scolded me. Because Why? I went upstairs and to get a condiment like we talked about. Uh-huh. And, I, and I ran and I grabbed strawberry jelly and she goes that's not the point of that game don't you dare eat. <laughs> she's like grab mustard or mayo or something i'm like <laughs> so so she held me accountable just so you know okay thanks she's she's on my team i like her. <laughs> she's like don't you dare do that i'm like okay okay <laughs> but before we play a little game y'all if you haven't already used command team drew and go give his instagram a follow so that it's just is a portal to all the amazing things so that you don't miss Kickstarter when it drops in March of 2024. It gives you now until then to pick up Super Dungeon Explorer, which I need. Ask for <laughs> it for Christmas. Everybody would put on your Amazon wish list. I so will tell can... them to get the corset ready. There you go. Get the corset and the what's the newer one? That's the corset, is Devil's Island. Uh, okay, we need Devil's Island. That way we can all support and there's no excuse. So like, well, I didn't have the corset, so I didn't want to, I didn't need it. False. 
You got time. <laughs> Get it. All right. Okay, let's play a little game I like to call Roll to Hit, Our Dignity. Oh, no. So we've got a list of 10 things. We've got a little bit of time here at the end of the stream. So um, when we roll one, we're going to knock it off the list so the other person can't roll it. And we're going to see how crazy we can get. Are you ready, Drew? I'm ready. Who rolls first, me? Uh, guess first, I like to say. Okay. I'm rolling the world's tiniest dice. Thank you to Bookish, Rookish Nerd. Um, that is number one. <gasps> Share an embarrassing story. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Um, here's a good one. So when my son was born, he was mm -hmm. a few months old, or maybe not even a few months old, maybe a couple months old. Um, my wife was taking care of him, feeding him, and I went into the shower, and he got a little sick. So I just hear my wife freaking out in the other room as I, as I step out of the shower. I mean, soaked, like just out of the shower. Right. And she's going, oh, my God, oh, my God, like screaming like something is terribly wrong. So at that moment, as a father, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, well, I'm not getting dressed. So I just ran out of the bathroom stark naked. And the way my house is, is like, so I go around the hallway, around the front to the living room where I hear her freaking out. And she's not there. So I literally keep running because I guess she went to the kitchen because she was uh, spitting up all over her. Yeah. And my foot hits the tile in the kitchen and I go sliding stark naked <laughs> and land butt first on our sliding back glass doors. <laughs> completely naked. You know, neighbors could probably see if they were looking. <laughs> and my wife, who's now covered in baby spit, is like dying laughing because... I just, I wiped out and I slid across the whole kitchen into the sliding glass doors, butt naked and wet. <laughs> so now, is there a permanent butt print? Uh, no, I've, I've scrubbed it off, thankfully. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very, very embarrassing. <laughs> At least only the people that care about you most were the only ones to see. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting like, oh my God, my mom's here. And I was so excited. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> This, this was like sheer terror sounding. And I was like, I got to get oh, out there. I think you did oh. the right thing. You do what any new father should do. Yeah. This traumatize them with you running at them naked. Yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Are you really dad if you didn't? I don't think so. That's why I don't have kids. <laughs> All right. I'm rolling a five. Show off a stupid human trick. What is that? Um, I don't know. I just put it on there. If if there's any like weird body thing you can do, um, this is my, I guess this is my go-to. It's on my special skills in my resume. I can cry like a baby. I can make new mothers lactate and in a whim. I want to hear it. Okay, ready? I'll Honey, cover your ears. <laughs> What the fuck? Sorry, I didn't mean to curse. That's disturbing. That's disturbing. And you're welcome, new moms. Go clean up. <laughs> oh, man. I don't remember how... Actually, I, I saw my first Broadway show when I was like 13, and there was a part where this woman was like crying like a baby off stage, and I was like, that's a fun sound. I wonder if I can do that. Oh. And I did. It's a horrible noise. <laughs> It's, they say it's like one of the worst, most stressful, anxiety-ridden noises on the planet. 
It is. It's horrible. But kids are great. That that sound is terrible. Most of the time. All Half right. Time. So sometimes, I work in a school, so I get to say that. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You've earned that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got a four. God. Damn Eat it. a spoonful of any condiment. You're getting all the good ones, buddy. What is it? It is classic stir fry sauce. Oh, is that is that like Worcestershire? Classic sauce. Whatever that means. You've never had stir fry? Yeah, but. So this is a sauce that you stir fry it in. But it's so generic, just classic sauce. It, it sounds like something yeah. that a an acme villain would have put over like a bottle of poison oh god this looks disgusting is it thick or runny it's very thick thicker than i anticipated <laughs> and i've cooked with it numerous times flipping that i don't really cook especially like you do <sighs> mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. oh <laughs> follow it up with some ecto cooler Oh my god. That's so much better when it's on things. Oh my god. Oh. What's it taste like? Awful. <laughs> yeah, so it so it has like the rich aromatics, whatever. But that garlic and onion and sherry just cut through. Oh my god. And there might be some fish sauce sauce in there. Oh. <laughs> mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, oh, at least I went upstairs for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you, your wife will know that you've been vindicated. Uh, I will. I'll do you a favor. If I roll on that one again, I will also take a spoonful. I'll do an exception there. Unless you have a fetish for ketchup, then in which case you're just doing it for yourself. <laughs> it's not actually ketchup. <laughs> oh. It's not as bad as yours, though. I didn't think that you'd grab... Actually, I didn't think that you'd grab anything that bad, so I didn't want to grab anything that bad. Mine's creamy sriracha oh that's nice oh, that's come on. nice come on come on i believe in you pull back pull back oh. and there it is oh that'll light up your life yeah try it with eggs burritos and more oh i'm all about the more and more okay rolling a four oh my God. did you roll four. i just got a four. all right okay i'm putting my <laughs> sriracha where my mouth is Quite literally. Oh, God, oh, still shit. taste it. I just spilled it all over my computer. I did that with my ectomead. Uh, okay. Oh, you took so much more than I did. A spoonful of sriracha <laughs> helps the throw up. Come up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my uh. stomach is turning just watching uh. that. You know what? Not bad. Got a little spice at the end there. But. <laughs> mm. I like that sauce. I forget how much I like that sauce. Oh, oh good. God. It missed my my uh, my dice. Oh, excuse okay. me. It missed the felt, so we're, mm. we're good. Okay. <sighs> Back to you, Drew. I rolled an eight. An eight. Keep a straight face while reading a prompt using an accent of chat's choice. So here's how this will work. Chat, give Drew an accent. I'm going to hide this, and I'm going to write something, and you have to read it. Oh, no. 
if anyone's watching that's watched my stream, go for the Fennec accent. The what? Fennec. Is that a place? No, it's it's a character. Oh, okay. But Australia, okay. Australian, okay. We got Australian Aussie. Hmm. Oh, here we go. You're writing way too long. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this music is catchy. I love this. Isn't music. it? <laughs> mm. That's it. There's no more act on. Well, there's another seven in the fridge, but. What are you typing? So I'm either going to nail this and you're going to be super impressed and be like, that's why you're a DM for so long, or I'm going to shit the bed. <laughs> and there's going to be no in between. What, what really is going to happen is you're going to be disappointed with how not that funny this is after me taking so long. <clears throat> okay, you ready? I'm ready. Don't read it first in your mind and then say it. You have to just spit it out in awesome. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, ready? <sighs> Here we go. Here we go, chat. Wait, I'm getting rid of this. Getting rid of this. Okay. Good night, mate. Today we're talking to dip into my sex life as I show you how to properly deflower an inflatable pool dragon. Not the first time I've done that. First, you start yourself up with the classic sauce and you dive right into that hole in the center. King! <laughs> King! Crikey, I think it's a girl. <laughs> how can you tell? I looked up at skirt. <laughs> Nice job! Oh. What a pro. Thank you, thank what you. What a pro. Okay, get your mates and fair dinkums ready, says Valiant Odyssey. What's a fair dinkum? Don't know. Hey, fair dinkum, mate. Are you from Aussie, Valiant? Oh, okay, we already rolled that one. Three! Post an ugly oh. selfie to your story. Just already... you... Because I knew I already did it. <laughs> Every selfie's ugly. Yes. <laughs> God, you have my sense of humor. <laughs> it's a problem. Okay. It's always it's always really good from a single. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that hurt. And you got it from oh. down below. Ah, yeah. Mm. That stretched out my neck. I'm gonna say stream made me do it. Ooh, I've got ooh, I, one, two, three, four, five, five ooh, neck rolls there. Ooh, ooh, here you go. Pretty proud of that. Ferndicum means to write or literally at the end of a sentence. So if so, if we use that in where I live, it'd be like, I fair dinkum just died. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Somehow that doesn't <laughs> sound right, oh. but. But fair dinkum. But fair dinkum. But fair dinkum. Yeah. Fair dinkum. I'm going to use that in day-to-day -day speech now. 
I'm Australian. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, then you gotta rate me on one to ten. How was the accent? They like said. One to uh, yeah, they said. Actually, not too bad. Oh, all right. I'll take pretty it. Pretty good. Well, then I hope I didn't offend you. All right. So let's roll. Let's roll. Nine. What's nine? Show off the very first picture on your personal Instagram. Oh, on my personal, so not even the gaming one. Okay. Yeah. Let's see, so the my... very first picture. I think I've done this before. I played this game one other time with somebody else, and I'm glad you got this, not me, because the very first is so okay. Oh, thanks <laughs> to the sub, Valiant. It's not even like that embarrassing. I think I was trying to be artsy with like a construction sign. It said "Road Work Ahead." God, why is this taking so long to get to? Because you take a lot of pictures, bro. So many ugly phones. selfies. Dude, so many. So <laughs> many. Hold on, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm almost there. I can feel it. Wow. All right. Uh, We're good. So We're close. Good. I'm almost there. Almost there. What the fuck is that? That is a Warhammer 40k Storm Eagle painted in the color of the Blood Angels. Oh, Not cool. Blood Angels, uh, Blood Ravens. You raise it just a little bit. Take the glare up. There you go. Right there. Oh, that's not bad at all. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I got some. Oh, so here you go. I'll I post this the first one selfie. too. Yeah. Oh, the first selfie? Yeah, I want to see the first selfie you took on your personal. And what year was it? Let's find out. It was 2018. That tracks. Ah, Look at the handsome man. Yeah. And the pretty lady. Is this is a this is a lady we we still like. It's a lady I married. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I wasn't I, sure. I was doing the math, and I'm like, okay, I wasn't sure how long ago that breaking off relationship was, and I didn't want to. No, no, no. That's okay. that's that's the lady that I very much like. Very, very much like. So much that we created our own humans. Wow. 3D printing. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Resin. Ooh. Okay. I, I rolled a two. Tell a joke. Oh. Okay, I got a joke. Two whales walk into a bar. Have you heard this one? No. It's just, okay. It's reminding me of me going to a bar. <laughs> Two whales. <laughs> <laughs> and joke's done. <laughs> Two whales walk into a bar. One turns to the other whale and says, says looks like i'm driving <laughs> that's so stupid but i love it that has dad joke on it <laughs> yeah oh yeah when i first heard that joke when somebody first taught me that joke they probably made whale noises for a good five minutes straight yeah i was like i was like where are we going with this <laughs> that's it that's the joke and then we found it you found it all right all right, we got three options left. Who's going to hit him first? Uh, we got eat a sp I'm not eating another condiment. It's not happening. No, so you can only roll a six, seven, or a ten. If you hit anything else, roll again. I got a eight. 
Roll again. Eight. A six. Six. Create a haiku about TTRPG in 60 seconds. I can do that. Just give me 60 seconds. Okay. Actually, I think this platform comes with little timers. We might disappear for a second. Screw that. I don't want to go away that long. I'm timing you. Don't worry. Hey, Siri. Set a so timer hard? for 40 seconds. Because we used 20 of them. And for those watching, says, Wow, Bowser, what's a haiku? It is a three-line poem. Five syllables followed by seven syllables. Followed, followed by, five. by five. 20 seconds. I just know that this is not going to be an issue for you. I'm just trying to get the last word now. Two, one, right in. I need a word. I need a word. Okay. Uh, there once was a demon. Wait, there once was a demon. The party couldn't beat him. So we fleed and rolled ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's not great. There once was a... <clears throat> there once was a demon. <laughs> there once was a doom. Yeah. The party couldn't beat him. Nice. Yeah. So we all rolled lead oh. forever. <laughs> it's like trying to cast message and it's just not working. Yeah. That's my haiku. Nice job. Nice job. The second sentence was gold. Everything else was hot trash. <laughs> it's really the second sentence that brings it on home. So yeah, that's what everybody's listening for. Oh, man. All right, I either draw a self-portrait without looking or sing a song of chat's choice. Uh, let's see. Which one will I hit first? No. Wow, I need to salt test this sucker. I'm rolling <laughs> a big metal one. There it is. Ten. Roll the ten. Yes. Sing a song of chat's choice. I'm bad with lyrics, so y'all... Give me a song, and I'll have to Google the lyrics. Taylor Swift, I'm the problem. It's me. Okay. I don't know. No, that's a chat pick. <laughs> I'm going to pull up that just in case they're too slow. But honestly, I'm the problem. It's me is my theme song. <laughs> Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. It literally is me. Anytime I'm like, I no, don't no, understand no. what's broken. What's not working? It's me. It, it's a uh, fair dinkum. It's me. Fair dinkum, it's me. Fair dinkum, it's me. Oh, be our guest. Oh, my heart will go on. Ooh. Here's John's. Come on, come on, dice. I need a critical hit. Gosh dang it, Nat one. Wow, that's a great mm. haiku. Okay, I'll do I'll do uh Celine Dion. We can do Celine, Celine Dion. Oh boy. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, my heart will go on. I'm not gonna sing the whole thing. Cause who has time for that? Not the people in the Titanic. Can you give me? Can you give me a nice little? Oh my God! I just heard what you said. <laughs> can you give me a, a the whistle, the little that? 
No, the the beginning of the song, you know. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like you don't need me. <laughs> I can't sing over my own whistle. I don't know the whistle. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And to be honest, I can't whistle. Oh, we found one thing Drew can't do. Well. Oh, there you go. She's not great. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. That is how I know you go on. Wow. Skipping ahead. Near wherever you are i believe that the heart does go <laughs> once more you open the door and you're here in my heart and my heart will go on and I'm I'm in tears. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, I get that so much. <laughs> Fair dinkum yeah. all the time. My goodness. <laughs> I wish I didn't hear all that right. right before I'm going to bed. <laughs> now it's never leaving your mind. Yeah. So it looks like you get to draw a self-portrait without looking. To bring us home. Oh, boy. How good of an artist it's... are you? So if I actually could look and try, terrible. <laughs> um, but if you're not looking, amazing. I know that you're not, you're like a, really not looking while drawing, but it just looks like you're trying to hide the fact that maybe you're like shitting your pants <laughs> <laughs> on a Zoom call. Actually, not I'll bad. take it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? that's not terrible <laughs> that's better than not terrible like all of your features line up that's very impressive that's that is fair dinkum impressive <laughs> fair dinkum valiant we can't be using this appropriately because if so i am fair dinkum never using literally or to write again in my life this is my new favorite word, fair dinkum. So, this is what I can draw when I'm looking. Not that it's great. Either. Oh, you're not going to be able to it see it, are like you? It looks like a white sheet of paper. Ooh! Is that your lady friend? No, no, that's not my lady friend. Oh. Uh, here you go. Okay. Here's... That's I, I good. Just, I used to do, like, pinup style. Oh. It's not great, but it's... Dude, no, that's great. I love the shading. And, uh, they look hot. Where's my favorite one? I'd ask. Oh, I'd here ask, you go. You got my number? Can I have Here's it? the one. This is my favorite one. Ooh. Where's that on the channel? Uh, That's reserved for my OnlyFans. I knew Where you had an OnlyFans. Yeah. I knew it's it. A, it's called OnlyBeards. And, you and uh, T have a joint account, don't you? We do. See... We here I thought I was getting something extra by having a geek out sesh alone. Meanwhile, you guys are making OF content, rubbing your beards together. I, that's we rub more than that together. <laughs> that's for that special tier. <laughs> well, 
maybe you can hit that tier on the Kickstarter when it launches in March. Pay the extra, get the beards on beard action. And and we're going to make Wazdek an actual real live thing. If y'all are just tuning in for the chat, thank you for tuning in. At the end, get here earlier next time. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but if you did miss it, you can always go back on YouTube and podcast, which will be live tomorrow and catch it. Um, oh, by the way, it's more commonly used. This is Fair Dinkum from Valiant. It's more commonly used as a response to someone that doubts your seriousness. So you say literally or to right or Fair Dinkum. So like, do you really have OnlyFans account with T? Fair Dinkum. He understood the assignment. <laughs> Actually, uh, true story. I have a character in my D and D that had my D and D stream called yeah. Drask. He was a bloat demon, and people, legit, multiple people, numerous people, requested an only Drask, or requested a, a private voicemail <laughs> from Drask <laughs> because the voice was so good. Hand to God, I don't know. People just, I don't know. I didn't think it was that great, but people just were. What's it sound like? Um. So you have to understand. He's a bloat demon. He's covered in pustulant spores that leak. He's gross. Mm -hmm. He's got like a maw across his belly. He's like a big demon. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, oh, I can't wait to devour your soul. It'll taste so good in my gullet. And people are like, yo, can you say something dirty and send that to me? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm <weird>. uncomfy. <laughs> I just want to taste your flesh. <laughs> yeah like and that's how he was just this disgusting vile thing and people are like yeah man i need to hear that naked and i'm like i know <laughs> no 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 i need to hear that naked <laughs> so I, jabba the hut's less slug like cousin yeah 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 less slug more more bloat demon totally it's disgusting <laughs> Well, y'all, if you haven't already, go use command Team Drew, or if you're watching back or listening back after the fact, the link's going to be below. Go give him some love. Follow everything he's doing, because he's doing a great thing with, if you're a big fan of Super Dungeon Explorer, he's made it even better. I'm not an NDA, so I can say that kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, coming in March, there's going to be an amazing Kickstarter where you can even support the actual official game of this homebrew that he's created and I can't wait to play. You got me excited to play Super Dungeon Explorer, period, let alone your more amazing version. Spoiler. Some of the some of the work going on the page layout for the character sheet and everything is pretty ah! Looks so yeah. official. I, I, dude, I'm telling you. Oh, dude, character sheets right here. <gasps> and they come on a handy pad that you can just tear one off and get hey! to go. Those are always so handy. Even though I'm never, I've never once gone through an entire pad. I'm like, ooh, maybe we can reuse it. Oh no, dude! It's they're so cheap and they come a hundred per pad. So use as many as you'd like. Oh, I will use. I will use them. I'll use them everywhere. Don't, Don't tell me. Worry. <laughs> I'm gonna use and abuse those pads. Okay, I'm not gonna be able to stand up for the rest of this podcast <laughs> if you don't stop. <laughs> Well, we're gonna take this raid. <laughs> uh, stick Excuse around because we're gonna we're gonna raid Gitfo uh, following the end of this. But Drew, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight, dude. Thanks for having me. I love talking to you guys oh anytime. And I love that, like, 
this isn't one or done. Like, we just keep the conversation going all the time. Hell yeah. That's just how you roll. And I took some notes from your page today or your book, and I'm going to strive to be more community-minded, even more than we are, and also do laundry while I'm doing geeky shit. Exactly. That's that's how you got to roll, baby. Yeah. Cook, clean, laundry, and paint. Cook, clean, laundry. It's like Jersey Shore, but better. It's like... <laughs> It's like live, laugh, love, but nerdy. <laughs> Instead of gym tan laundry, it's game tabletop laundry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and on occasion, anyone, food shop. Anyone? Anyone? No. No, just me. Your, uh, your partner's in the corner staring at you going, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stick around. We're going to raid Gitfo. Uh, and as always, I am Bozer. I am true. Thanks for being a part of the team. And until next time, you just keep geeking out. Geeking out. Geeking out. <laughs> Bye-bye.